What up, what up? Welcome to the Cast of Color, a show where diverse creatives discuss all things film, TV, and entertainment. My name is John Carter. I'm joined by the boy, Hidalgo Molina. What's happening, bro? Hello. We in the game. Nice little episode lined up, bro. We, we have a nice oh, yeah. little episode. We got some entertainment updates. The diversity report, per usual. And uh, we're, we're reviewing have, some, yeah. some Pixar stuff, right? Pixar double feature today. Pixar double feature. Yeah, we're going to be reviewing Coco. Yeah, uh, yeah. Day of the Dead today, so... Today is Day of the Dead. It is yeah. November 2nd, Day of the Dead. These past couple of days of the... Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, it's, 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 that, it's that time. It's around <laughs> that time. And, um, Dia de los Muertos. Yeah, so Coco. And then we're also going to be uh, doing uh, our top 10 ranks rankings of our favorite Pixar shorts, our Disney Pixar shorts. Yeah, you got to tap into Disney Plus, get all those Pixar shorts. They're really yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah so uh, we always got timestamps in the description. Yeah, yeah. In case you want to jump around. Get straight to it. Get straight to your to favorite subject. Meat so and potatoes of it. <laughs> you feel me? All right, so with the entertainment updates, we got a few things going on. We got some shit popping. We got Brendan Fraser. <laughs> He's going to be in um, The Batgirl People are hyped about this, bro. Yeah, the Batgirl series, right? HBO yeah. Max. Yeah, the Batgirl series. Mm-hmm. And people have just been posting about it. And, and I guess Brendan Fraser's set to play Firefly. Oh, Pretty cool. shit. That's going to be cool. He's like a pyromaniac, yeah. jetpack, uh, flamethrower guy. Right. Visually, I wonder how that's going to how that's yeah. going to work. I'm curious. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, you fight him in a, one of the Batman, I think Arkham Origins you fight him. Or okay. was it Arkham Knight? Yeah. Yeah, you fight him in one of those. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see Brendan Fraser. You know, I've really been enjoying... Uh, I, I, have you seen Doom Patrol? Oh, no, I have. I've seen, like, the first episode of Doom Patrol. Yeah, Brendan Fraser yeah. is really good in it. He's the robot, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, bro, I remember bro from childhood. I mean, Mummy, the Mummy, I I remember Brendan Mummy, Fraser. George, George of the, the Jungle. Jungle. Yeah, that yeah. was the boy in the 90s. So yeah, he's the sh- guy. Shouts to the guy. And then uh, we, uh, we also got... Uh, Hayden Christensen. Yeah, the boy. He's going to be coming back as Anakin or Darth Vader in the Ahsoka series. That's going to be fucking nuts. And this is this is an animated series? No, it's live action. It's, oh, my God. Yeah. It's going to be fucking nuts. Yeah, oh, my God. So that's fu- that's what what news is that? Yeah, so that's going to be... That, that, that's great. And uh, okay. he's back, I, I believe, for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series that's com- going to oh. be coming out pretty soon, too. That's going to be so fucking dope. Yeah. So along those lines, uh, you know, you know, before we move on, I am super excited to see him back. Yes. <laughs> but yes. along those lines, uh, we got a trailer this week mm-hmm. for the book of Boba Fett. Yes. Boba. The, the Mandalorian one spinoff. Yes. Uh, Tamora Morrison. He's back as um, boy. as uh, Boba Fett. He was Jango Fett. He was Jango Fett Attack back in the Attack of the day. Clones. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. Aquaman's dad. He's, he's Aquaman's dad. He's the boy, man. This, yeah. this trailer looked really cool. Man. Yeah. It's great to have man. And it's just so cool to have him back. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Fennec Shand, one of the characters from uh, Clone Wars. and uh, You'll have Bad to put Batch. me on game. Uh, I believe she was also in some of uh, The Mandalorian. Yes. Uh, the actress uh, is Mulan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Mulan from the movies, uh, the, from, from the animated movie. From the animated movie. Yeah. I She's also it. an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. And yes. Uh, she has a familiar face, but yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be really cool. It looks like it's gonna be uh L- yeah. It looks like Bro is running shit. It looks like he is the root. Like he's taking over for Jabba the Hutt. Or yeah, he's taking yeah <laughs> he's taking over for Jabba uh, for Jabba's dope. successor actually because Jabba got killed in Return of the Jedi. And yeah, that one guy with the nasty thing around his neck. Uh, uh, Boba Fett killed him uh, mm-hmm. in the Mandalorian. 
Mm-hmm. So he's going to be the new leader. It looks cool. It looks like we got some Tatooine because he's, yeah. he's uh, in charge of Mos Eisley and everything. Yeah. He's like the, the OG of this whole, like, you know, before be there cool. was a Mandalorian, there was Boba Fett, you know, so yeah. it's cool. And then uh, Fennec Shand, it looks like going to be the right-hand person right there. The girl. Um, and we're going to be seeing what Boba Fett is all about. It's really cool. I mean, I'm yeah. really excited for this. Uh, Robert Rodriguez mm-hmm. is kind of helming it. Uh, in the same way that John Favreau was kind of doing Mandalorian, nice. So uh, I'm nice. excited. Um, Robert Rodriguez he directed, you know, Machete. Yeah. <laughs> Spy Kids. Machete. <laughs> <laughs> Spy Kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. That one Grindhouse movie. What was it? Was it Death Proof or was it the other one? Oh uh, gosh. He did it with Quentin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he also did. Um. I mean. Um. Just before. Uh, Dawn? Is that the vampire one? Salma Hayek. Which one is that one again? The boy, when Robert Rodriguez does a movie. You From Dust Till Dawn. From yeah. From Dust Till Dawn. So Robert Rodriguez, you know, I'm really excited to see him helming a Star Wars show, especially yeah. uh, Boba Fett. His episode was pretty cool. When yeah, he did Sin uh, City. Oh, he, he did uh, We Can Be Heroes, too. My daughter oh loves yeah. that fucking movie. Yeah, Robert Shark Rodriguez. Shark Boy and Lava Girl, yeah. Yeah, he did Shark Boy and Lava Girl. And wow. that, that's the sequel, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so that that's pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff going on there. I'm really excited for, for Star Wars. We're going to be reviewing the shit out of that. But we we yeah. for sure going to be reviewing. We're going to be reviewing the prequels soon. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Look out for that. Yeah, look out for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, We also Sound got nice. an announcement. Anna de Armas is going to be in a John Wick spinoff. I think it's called The Ballerina or something. Mm-hmm. She's going to be an assassin. That's pretty cool. Uh, Anna de Armas, she's in um she's going to she's in the new Bond movie. Mm. She looks like she's doing a lot of action there. So. Oh, yes, she is. She sure is. Yeah. yeah she was great in Knives Out. Mm-hmm. She was yeah, like she the was. lead in Knives Out. She yeah. was in Blade Runner. Yeah. 2049. Beautiful. Yeah, so mm-hmm. she's going to be yeah, yeah, That's it's going to be pretty cool. So that, I know a spin-off movie. Yeah, basically, wow. so it's probably in the John Wick universe where people have... That's a dope fucking universe. Love the fight. Coins Corey. where they owe each other. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Coins blood get bonds. tossed around <laughs> and bonds mean something. Contracts. Your promise means something. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be pretty cool, that's I think. Up. I love John Wick. That's, that's, that's exciting. Yeah, one of my favorite new action series. Oh, I think it sets the bar for uh, newer action movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking about... Uh, <laughs> Blade Runner 2049. That lead was Ryan Gosling. Ryan oh, Gosling. Oh, yeah. This week got announced he will be playing Ken in the Barbie movie yes. starring Margot Robbie. Alongside Margot Robbie, yes. Ken so and Barbie. Mm-hmm. Funny. That's yeah. that's hilarious. I Long announced that Margot Robbie was going to be Barbie. Um, Barbie Robertson. My daughter watches all kinds of Barbie, so I'm actually <laughs> excited for this. I, I'm curious to see how this is going to translate to a yeah. live action movie. Ryan Gosling is Ken. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Not surprising. <laughs> Moving on to some uh, MCU news. The Eternals. We talked about last week. How it was yeah. kind of getting bad reviews. I think uh, yep. it's one. It's officially rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. It's now. officially rotten. A lot of bad reviews. Um, that sucks, man. Yeah, I wonder. I you know we're gonna go watch it this week, and then yeah, uh, that's gonna be our episode next week. So yeah, hyped for that. So. Yeah, I've been trying to stay away from reviews and from um, trailers and Spoilers, everything. Spoilers, all that yeah, shit, man. I'm just, just trying to watch this movie. Yeah, formulate our own opinion. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll we'll see how that ends up. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's gonna affect its earnings at the box office. People are. They're People gonna go watch to MCU, you know, at this point, just because if it's if it's Marvel, absolutely, watch it. and it, it feels just slightly different than most of the other MCU movies we've gotten so far. So yeah. I think I think people are still gonna go out to theaters and watch this shit. Yeah, yeah. And then um, 
along the lines of Marvel news. Mm-hmm. We got a Morbius trailer yeah. today. That actually. shit dropped today. Yeah. Michael Morbius. Yeah. Uh, starring Jared Leto. Yeah, the bullhorn. Yeah, of 30 Seconds to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> um, just about every other movie you can fucking yeah. think of. I mean, it looks cool. It does look cool. It I looks mean, cool. Vampire-wise, it looks like Michael Morbius. And and then uh, it cool little we, we got some connections to the cool. different Spider-Man yes. universes. Wait, isn't that isn't that great how you just see Toby Spider-Man on the wall? You see Toby Spider-Man yeah. on the wall, but you also we see, uh, we see Michael Keaton. Yeah, Vulture. And then at the end of the trailer, um, Michael Morbius kind of mocks Venom, like impersonates mm-hmm. Venom, mm-hmm. which kind of ties it into that. And also, uh, yeah. I saw a trailer breakdown that said that um, the Oscorp symbol in this movie was the same um, logo as the one in uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Wow. Wow. That so <laughs> so uh, here's what we're going to do, guys. Every Sony yeah. fucking thing. <laughs> I mean, it's coming out in January. That's nice. And this movie's supposed to have been come out. So yeah, it's like... So I I'm, wonder yeah. how, how it's connected. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoilers for Venom. Skip ahead a few seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one, at the end, in the post credit scene, we see how... Um, it's connected to the MCU. Exactly. Um, it just kind of gets transported into their Right, reality. which is going to just, I'm sure that event is just going to open the door to any Marvel-related property, yeah. just like Morbius. And yeah. I just love what the possibilities are. I, I think, Gerardo, as soon as I hear Morbius, I'm like, damn, wouldn't it be cool to see Blade? Wouldn't it just be, yeah. you know? But I, I like the trailer. I think yeah. it looks cool. I wonder if he's going to be an anti-hero. I don't know. It looks like they're kind of going that route with Venom. I don't know. I'm getting the same vibes, low-key, from Morbius. I'm like, who's the villain? And it looks yeah. like it's... Him. <laughs> I mean, I think uh, we're also getting a, a Craven movie oh, starring wow. Aaron Tyler Johnson as, sure as Craven. As Craven. Uh, so where's that going to be set? You know, moving forward, it's gonna it's yeah. really interesting. It is. It is, and that's a cool Spider-Man villain, and of all people to yeah. play him, the boy. Taylor, yeah. So yeah, it's it's crazy. We got Tom Hardy, we got Jared Leto. We're gonna have Aaron Tyler Johnson. These are mm-hmm. these are pretty good. Act- Michael Keaton. These Spider-Man villain actors are always always great. Hell yeah, they don't hold back with Spider-Man villains. Yeah, but that was uh, the entertainment update to the week. Yeah, easy, easy. Hell yeah. So moving into the that young diversity report, um, we got just a, a few things jumping over here. Uh, but one thing, it's pretty pretty heavy. It's not too heavy, but uh, yeah. So in the in the news uh, recently, a TikToker known as Jim Kid, yes, uh, real name Ali Nassar mm-hmm. Abu Laban. He um, murdered his um, wife, who was in the process of getting a divorce, and uh, her friend. Um, yeah, he shot them. Uh, he had a five-year-old daughter. Oh. Um, so you know he was uh, spying on her for a bit. Uh, and jeez. And it's uh, such a high-profile case, and yeah. it's just like um, really heavy stuff, like domestic abuse. Yeah. Like uh. It's been a it's been an issue, um, especially during the pandemic. I think. Yeah, right? straight up, bro. And, and it's like, you know, one of my good friends from the Marine Corps, my boy, he's uh works in law enforcement. I asked him how it was during the pandemic, and he was like, you just see a noticeable spike in domestic abuse calls. You know, he's like, we're getting a lot more calls about partners just being home and just uh, when you're confined inside, it's you're around each other more often. So uh, just to give a few numbers. Um, between April and May of 2020, that was the worst rise of domestic abuse, and it was a rise of 9%, with 30 homicides occurring as a result of direct domestic violence. Damn. 
Shit, that's that's yeah. awful, man. Shit, yeah, and, th- and this is just one really high profile case because it was, I mean, it was a TikToker, uh, like yeah. a famous TikToker right. that did it. Yeah. Um, you know, he had a comedy skits, like he went viral over a bunch of different videos, but uh, yeah, it's crazy. He um, he actually could be put on a death row for this. Damn, a double that's homicide. devastating, man. It's it's just yeah. you know, especially when. TikTok is really popular amongst, you know, the kids, you know, it's popping with yeah, the kids. Yeah. So when they see this, it's just reminds us of how human we really are. But that's some of the worst news. It's fucking awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Moving on to our main topic. Let's get right to it. Let's so get we, right to it. As we mentioned earlier. This is a little collab, a Pixar collab type. We have a double feature mm-hmm. of Pixar movies. Yes. Oh, kind of, kind of. One of them is more of a Pixar collection. We're going to be ranking our top 10 uh, episodes of, uh, well, not episodes, uh, top 10 Pixar shorts. The short films. Those, yes. those little shorts that that go before the movie. Yes, if you pulled up to a Pixar movie, you know these shorts, you recognize them, yeah. we're going to go over them. So we're going to be ranking those. We're going to be doing Coco. So without further ado, we're going to go right into our Coco review. Yes, Coco. 2017 Coco. Yeah, Disney, Pixar's yeah. Coco. Yes, it's a really good movie. It's a really I good movie. It came movie. out a while ago. Yeah. Um, watch this movie a lot. It's one of my daughter's favorites. Watch, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's it's great. It's great mm-hmm. uh, for representation. It's just great. Mm-hmm. Um, getting into the movie, um, it's about a young boy, Miguel. Miguel. Who, um, it's around the, the time of uh, the Day of the Dead, mm-hmm. uh, where... He's gonna be able to say hi to, uh, you know, wh- to where where the spirit, the dead can cross over into the realm of the living, yes. mm-hmm. uh, through different means. Long story short, he ends up accidentally going to the land of the dead, <laughs> and he has to get back before he uh, permanently stays dead. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you exactly. Know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it it makes for a really good story. It's um, there's a lot of really good music in it. Oh, love the music. The music's great. It really did a good job uh, at representing uh, the Mexican culture, specifically mm-hmm. the area that it's in and just the traditions. Uh, yeah, a lot of little details that, 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 that are just really, really accurate. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, uh, you know, I go to Mexico all the time. There's a dog in this movie. <laughs> uh, the little street dog, you yeah. know. I believe that does not fuck with the street dog. <laughs> no, but it's just funny. There's so many street dogs. There's so many dogs in Mexico. Is there really? Yeah, when I was little, I, I just get chased by them. It was awful. It was scary. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. But there's like, it's funny that yeah, there's like the street dogs. Um, just like the aesthetic of everything. Yeah. The music was great. Um, just hearing uh, it's like a the, that that guitar driven thing. Yeah. Uh, and that's really a, that's what I wanted to before we really break down the movie. You being, you know, a, a Mexican musician, I'm like, did this movie really strike a nerve with you? And do you feel like the accuracy of it? Because I mean, to me, it's it's a real organic story. You know? Oh what yeah, I'm no, and it's great, and it's like, yeah, it's funny, you know? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like uh, he's like a like a twelve year old Mexican kid or whatever. Right, with a guitar. Yeah, yeah and that's <laughs> like when I'm I like started Gerardo. playing guitar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this is... <laughs> so it's great, you yeah. know? It's just like... Uh, that's dope. Yeah, it's like a very specific experience. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. It's like just the, the musicality of it. Yeah, and, like they, yeah, I mean, this is like the most I've ever felt represented in anything. Uh, right, <laughs> Like wow. this movie. Wow. Because, I mean, first of all, it's like... Um, it's an actual, like, really 
like super it's super mexican like <laughs> like Straight it's up. like super me- everything about it is like really mexican yes um and you can tell that they put in the work and the research it's just down to like all the food and everything that it shows i love it like um and the like the music mm-hmm. and the way it's sang and it's all really cool yeah um so i mean just first off like if we want to talk about the animation, it's great. Yes. They hit it out of the park like they always do. Oh, my God. They created an entire world in Coco. I remember when the trailers came out, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Just, you know what I mean? And then you understand, oh, it's, it's Dia de los Muertos. And it's like yeah. me not being from the culture, I didn't really know what to expect. But it's so visually just a lot of orange and purple. And the yeah. the, the land of the dead is so colorful. And, and the creatures and shit, I'm like... They, the level of imagination in that in that whole land of the dead is just it's really dope. Yeah, and this uh, movie it doesn't, you know, it just has a lot of like in jokes with like Spanish and everything, <laughs> and, it's just, yeah. <laughs> and it's really it doesn't care. It doesn't give you the subtitles. It's oh, just like yeah, they're just gonna speak that. Spanish. Absolutely. Um, the voice acting is great. Yes. The lead is a really good singer. Oh, that boy kills it, man. He did I, the voice uh, yeah. kids in Mexico, I believe, or or the one that did it in Spanish, I think. Uh, won the voice kids mexico they they're both trained as like mariachi oh, singers oh got you really young um really young they're trained as uh mariachi singers that's oh. why they sound so good <laughs> little mariachi i mean that was a uh, the mariachis in this movie they're all throughout this movie so it's like yeah yeah it's it's, it's great great music in this movie mm-hmm. a lot of heartfelt tunes yeah um Yes. You know, Disney, they just have their formula to, to, mm-hmm. to tug at the uh, at your heartstrings. They you really know? do, man. And there's a reason why this movie um, is... Gosh. You know, in The Land of the Dead, Miguel gets paired with this guy. Uh, and, you know, he doesn't really... You know, and they come to really like each other. And we have a twist villain at the end and who Miguel mm-hmm. thought was his grandpa <laughs> is actually killed his grandpa, who's the guy that he was with the whole time. Right. It, Ernesto, uh, yeah. Ernesto de la Cruz is who he thought was the, you know, this great guy ends up being an asshole. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a lot, a lot of plagiarism. He didn't write the music. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was a bastard. Straight yeah. Took out the, the boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He straight took him out. It's really sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was. I mean, just the way that. But just the way they tied in those two characters and made them related, and it was just like, wow, it was great. Yeah, full circle type shit in, in Coco. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, it's cool. He gets to meet all his relatives mm-hmm. who he never got to meet, and it was just, um, it's just saw really create a creative way of um, showing people the, the culture. And Absolutely. I was, I was going to say, just for me, uh, that's one thing you did. It, d- it didn't do it in a w- it just did it kind of subtly it just told a really good story and it was like it was wow really it was, organic yeah, yeah it was real organic it was like it just it was such a good story that you went along with it and then the cultural aspects yeah I, I mean it's like really easy to compare this you know to maybe like um like a luca luca was a really good oh movie God, that i yeah. feel like you know from all my italian all my friends of italian descent you know they all yeah they all really connected to it I mean, uh, one of the leads looks like one of our hosts, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> the, the little blonde boy yeah, looks like Alberto. exactly like yeah. Jackson. Alberto. <laughs> who was, uh, yeah. shouts to the boy. Shouts to the boy. But I'm who, glad you bring up Luca, though. That's one of my favorite uh, movies as well. And yeah, and that movie has a lot of in-jokes for people of Italian descent. And, exactly. And the same thing, the way they do it in Coco, there's no subtitles. So when you watch Luca, they say these little Italian phrases that when I hear it, it's like, I guarantee Italian people only know that. I, and they laughed at it. Oh, my God. You know? I'm laughing. I'm like, that's so funny that it's just so natural. It's like you feel like you're there yeah. in, in, uh, 
in, in, in Italy. It's, it's so dope. Yeah, so that's, yeah. that's how you feel in, in this movie. And, absolutely, um, absolutely. You know, uh, across the board, just great music, great performances from everyone, um, great animation. Great animation. Definitely go watch it. I remember I watched it uh, when it came out, because it came out like on Thanksgiving yeah. weekend 2017. Yeah. Uh, it, it made sense to come out around November again, yeah. you know, Dia de los Muertos, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I bought a guitar like right before. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, like, I went to a pawn shop and I bought a guitar for like, <laughs> 275 bucks and then I went Straight to go watch up. Coco by myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was great. It was a great movie. This um, is one of my most watched Pixar movies. Yeah, this is definitely like at least like top three Pixar movies yeah. for me. Wow, like, I love it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I probably have to go the same and I'm, bi- I'm just big on something about good movies with nice music like like Mulan yeah. like the animated Mulan it's just I can re-watch them over and over because the story the cultural aspects and the music yeah. and it's just easy and to it's, watch and it's just like this is one of those rare movies where it's like man you're just emotional every time you watch it yeah it's absolutely it's not to be absolutely <laughs> each time like you said bro they know how to yeah. how to pull at the heartstrings and I just yeah I, I really enjoy Coco yeah and it's really easy to rewatch. that's what I'm saying that's that's the those yeah. great movies are easy to just yeah. digest Mark's Coco goes I mean I gotta give it a five out of five oh, uh, five out of five uh, Coco's yeah <laughs> yeah if I'm rating Coco I'm giving Coco a, a 4.5 out of five yeah yeah I, I love that fucking movie and yeah yeah I mean you have a daughter must she you said she loves it oh really my daughter th- this is one of her favorite movie it's one of the first Pixar movies she fell in love with. and again yeah. it's the music man this is one of those that is really good for people of all ages it's a high concept but at the same time it's like uh, you know it's really easy to digest absolutely Um, it's funny I remember there was like a little bit of controversy when it came out about what Um, because Chris, uh, like you know there was just you know maybe it's a small vocal minority but there was at least articles on it because the media likes to stir shit mm-hmm. but there was like a few mm-hmm. people who we're telling uh, other people not to watch it because it's satanic, because of the, 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 the honor of the dead a certain way and all this stuff and everything. Oh, my God. And it's like, that's just it's like that's just tradition. And yeah. Like, it's just like a traditional thing in Mexico. You know, it's just how they they think of the afterlife and it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? It, it is. It is pretty clear to me in that movie that it's, you know, a cultural storytelling you know what i'm saying of the afterlife yeah it's a cultural thing you know it's like cultural um, as fuck man you don't you know you don't you, know, you watch it from a different lens you just watch it for what it is <laughs> yeah yeah i i can people will try to i mean like you said the media certainly has a hand in it but people will try to stir up some shit i think it's like subliminal messages you hear so much about like, some these messages i'm like oh no, my god oh, man there's like, so many people from oh man just a lot of I know a lot of people are just conspiracy theorists now, and it's so funny. It's fucking nuts. It's funny, <laughs> Watch I'm this like movie <laughs> for what it is, because it's great. I, it just it taught me things about the culture I didn't know before, and yeah. I'm like, and just hearing it from you. It's like okay, it is. It's accurate, and it's it's nice to watch. Uh, yeah. It's cool in Spanish. They actually like reanimated the lips. Yeah. So everything is in Spanish. Like it's it's not like English lips dubbed in Spanish. It's wow. actually made in Spanish. That's so dope. That's so dope. Yeah. Because yeah. I watched it in Spanish. I like. I like. I, I'm. I mean, I'm glad I can do that. Because like, it's really good in Spanish. Yeah, that's dope. That's <laughs> like, dope. um, the performances in Spanish are, like, they're 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 di- the other actors. Like, you know, they're they're yeah. different actors. They they bring a different life to it. Yeah, and we need we I need enjoy. that. We need, bro. We need that Mexican representation. I mean, you know, specifically. Like, yeah, Mexican. I'm we waiting for the brown. superheroes, man. It's great this year in Halloween. A lot of people got to be Shang uh, Shang Chi. Yes. Which yes. I saw, which is so great. I'm mm-hmm. like, and I'm like, man, 
Ah, I can be someone one day. Yeah, bro. And I was was talking to one of my friends, and he's in the comic books too. And we were talking specifically about brown superheroes. We were like, you know, we don't think that just, you know, Hispanics really have their, not yet. You know, I would say black people do. We got so many black superheroes that we're seeing now. But I mean, like, specifically, like, Mexican. We still need that, man. And so Coco did it so well. I just... I want to see more stories. <laughs> I want to yeah. keep learning about the culture. So. Instead of for, I mean, no, I really hope that they move forward with that Nova series somehow. Yeah. Young Nova, he's a Mexican-American boy. Yeah. He's a teenager. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really cool. It'd be really cool to see that. It looks like they're building up a Young Avengers thing. So. Yeah, that'll be dope. That'll be dope. Yeah, so that was uh, that was Coco. Coco. Watch it. Love Coco. it. <laughs> All right. Mama Coco. Oh, man. Such oh. a good movie. So Pixar. Pixar. Got Pixar. Pixar Shorts next. Yeah, we got Pixar Shorts. It's funny, Coco was actually one of the only movies that didn't have a Pixar short before it. Oh, fuck me. Aside from like the Disney Plus ones. Yeah, and these and shorts are pretty iconic. It's like when you yeah. first when you first got them, you're like, what the, the fuck is this? It's just like, oh, I guess I have yeah. to watch this. <laughs> yeah, you know, we, we went from early to... We went from like the earliest ones to the later ones. We boiled it down to 10. Mm-hmm. And um, yep. just like before we get into detail here, I just thought it was kind of cool like um, to see the, like it looked like Pixar was always pushing the envelope in these th- these always. shorts. Each and every one. And like, um, yeah. Just testing the limits of the technology at the time it looks like. Absolutely. And if being someone who watches, I watch, I was telling you earlier, Gerardo, I watch fucking Toy Story 1 through 4 every week. Every single week mm-hmm. we watch 1 through 4 with my daughter. So in that, you know, the first Toy Story dropped way back in like 95 and then you watch uh, Toy Story 2 in 99. Then you watch Toy Story 3 in 2010 and then Toy Story 4 in 2019. Bro, when you watch 1 through 4, you see that they are just pushing the limits of this animation. And yeah, Steve Jobs started fucking Pixar, didn't he? I think Steve Jobs started this shit. Yeah, he sold it. It's nuts. It's nuts, man. Something like that. Yeah, always pushing the bar, man. Always pushing the limit. And you see the gradual growth in the animation. Yeah, it's cool. You know, a few of the early ones, like, um, they just kind of felt like an animation test. And the more it goes forward, the better the storytelling gets. Oh, hell yeah. That's kind of reviewed in our, that's kind of like um, reflected in our rankings. Absolutely. (laughs) First uh, it felt like, okay, let's test out the... What we can do with this shit. Yeah, <laughs> and there's like some classics that are actually like you know it's it's amazing what they were able to do. So yeah, we'll just get into it here. Top yeah, ten, the motherfucking rankings. Yeah. Here we go. Well, here's an honorable mention. It's worth mentioning uh, the Tin Toy, mm-hmm. which uh, didn't make our top ten, but we did watch it. Tin and, Toy. Um, yep. There's a very scary looking baby in it. <laughs> Bro, that fucking baby will haunt your damn nightmares. It's about a little toy and a baby who's who doesn't want to play with the toy, and then at the end, the Gosh. baby ends up playing with the toy, and it's. Baby looks old, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell it's it's one of the very first ever animated uh, CGI animated yes. things. Yes, and that tin toy pulls it back up in Toy Story Four, which is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it actually won. Um, it actually won an Oscar at the because at the time it was like um, no so shit. innovative. I think it was made in 1988. 88. Well, that explains. But it, it dropped with a later version of Toy Story. Yeah. So, you know, that w- that was our honorable mention, <laughs> the, the tin toy. <laughs> but coming at in uh, number 10 here. Number 10. 10 out of 10. 10 being <laughs> the worst. <laughs> the least favorite. <laughs> our least favorite, but it, 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 it at least made the top 10. Yeah, you feel me? We it still made the cut. Luxo Jr. Mm-hmm. It's a classic. It came with Toy Story 2. Yeah. With the two lamps. Uh, The two lamps. Yeah, the classic. Uh, It's the logo, the lamp. Mm-hmm. Big and, lamp, little um, lamp. It's cool. It's almost like an origin story for the for the logo, you know, because no, like uh, 
it's, it's an iconic that that Pixar logo, you know, the lamp yeah. stomping out the eye. That's that's classic shit. Yeah, <laughs> and like uh, just the sound effects in this are the exact ones from the intro. The little squeaky lamp yeah. and the when it squishes the ball, it's like the the eye. And, and that ball is the fucking classic Toy Story ball. Yeah, this <laughs> one's really short. It's like two minutes, right? It's short as fuck. Yeah. But um, d- uh, there's like so there's a mom lamp character and there's like a little uh, there's a kid lamp character. Yes. Or I mean not, not mom. I always just kind of sound like it's a mom and son. <laughs> um, there's a larger lamp. But there's a larger lamp yeah. and a smaller lamp. But <laughs> see, I, I characterized it because like they have so much character in this. Absolutely, absolutely. These um these inanimate objects. These inanimate. So yeah. Much. <laughs> they don't have faces. Just the way they move and the way the sound yes. works and that's what pixar has always been good at just they you know tell, they tell stories through animation and sometimes it's just better it's all easier. animation and sound Bro, like and it's better than like yeah. actual actors because sometimes you get distracted by the actors and that's what's great about this animation yeah like there's yeah. no no Those no t- voice nothing and it's great you feel me but that's a classic one that i know a lot of people remember yeah i know a lot of people re- think a lot of people always mention that one but yes like it did kind of feel like a like a tech demo but yeah, you, you, you know? see, a, you definitely see an improvement from Tin Toy into that. You see a significant yeah. improvement. Yeah, but yeah. That. so that's our number ten. Number ten. Coming in at number nine is another classic that a lot of people remember: Jerry's game. This is <laughs> so Jerry is the boy from Toy Story Two who fixes Woody up. Yeah, I remember that man. scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah that you can't rush art. One of the <laughs> most satisfying Disney Pixar scenes. Oh my gosh, he paints Woody's little boots. Yeah, he fixes yeah. him up. That <laughs> old man. Um, he's in his Pixar short. It was actually before. Uh, by the way, the last one was before Toy Story Two. Luxo Junior. Okay. Now, um, Jerry's two. game is before A Bug's Life. Okay, I think it's the same year. I think it's 1999. I I believe so. Yeah. Maybe but maybe it was animated ninety nine. Bugs Life came out like two thousand maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, but th- yeah, this one was it was it was funny. It's like like I said, it's like a, it it was really impressive to see the because we saw them in chronological order. It was yeah. really impressive to see how much better the technology got every yeah. few years. And this one we get some good facial animations and mm-hmm. just storytelling through music. Absolutely, absolutely. And, um, it's a pretty simple little short. Uh, th- Definitely, an old guy's just playing chess with himself in the park. You know what I mean? Like so, some of these other shorts, they really have a lot of meaning behind it. This one is pretty yeah. uh, cut and dry. But <laughs> it's like I, I it's yeah. like so impressive just how yes, it's like such a memorable character. Absolutely, absolutely. As you soon as you I mean? see him visually, like oh, that's bro from Toy Story two, and they gave him a name. That's Jerry. Yeah, nice. and it's like it's <laughs> it's an old man playing chess. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can believe that. <laughs> so that was number nine. That one was great. I, I always enjoy that one. That's another one that I know a lot of people remember all the time. It's been a fucking while since so I watched that one, bro. Keep it a stack. All right, let me see. Number Next, eight. Number eight. We have one man band. It's one man band. <laughs> this one was pretty funny. Yeah. This one was, uh, let me check my notes here, Before Cars. Yeah, okay, Before Cars. This yeah. one was funny. <laughs> no, this one was funny. It's uh, two rival musicians in yes. a park trying to get a coin from a girl. Oh, that little girl steers the show, doesn't she? Oh, that little girl. It's so funny. She's just animated so angry. Yeah. Angry little. She was so generous, <laughs> and she was so willing to, to help both of them out, and it just shows She's what. Uh, very mad at the end. Oh, yeah. It's, it's hilarious. Yeah, that one. that one's pretty funny, and... Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of music, a lot of humor. Again, all music, no, no, um, oh, no words, no, huh? No words, no words. Visual storytelling with music, and they've always had really good sound design. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know what's going on exactly, wha- how to follow it, you know. Exactly. So that was our uh, number seven. We said that was number eight. Number One eight. man band. 
One man band. Now it's time for number seven. Number seven. E. Classic. Classic. For the birds. For for the bird. For the motherfucking birds. Before uh, Monsters Inc. Bro, this one's hilarious. This one's funny. <laughs> this one's really funny. It's yeah. uh it's a big bird and a bunch of little birds and the little birds bully the big bird and they, yeah, they get I their comeuppance at the end. <laughs> you know, bro, it's like when once you see this, if listeners, if you're not familiar, once you see it visually, like, oh I, I remember that. It's like one of those shorts yeah. to me like some of these old pixar shorts it's like once i see them i'm like oh shit i remember that clearly <laughs> and this one's hilarious yeah, there's just so much so much character through uh the eyes of like the uh, the birds just they did little squints and they're just little <laughs> little assholes bro little they're little birds. assholes they, they just remind you of people that's exactly what they are yeah. they're just they're so petty and, and it's good for kids it's like hey bullying's bad <laughs> exactly very again little simple concept but animation it's is really cool. fun it's just so much fun a lot of fun and like uh, good memories watching them <laughs> motherfucking birds next we got day and night day oh, and night so this was before <laughs> day and night <laughs> toy, uh, toy story 3 toy story 3 yeah this one we're getting a little uh, more high concept it's it's oh, cool it's Gets a lot more conceptual. Two animated characters were inside of them. Yes. One of them is day and one of them is night, and there's mm-hmm. just a lot going on. It's really beautifully animated. It is. One one of them has all the night events. The other has all these daytime events like beaches. Yeah. And, and everything is told through mm-hmm. visual and sound. Once again, like yeah. um, mm-hmm. we get um, like uh, the emotions and reactions of these characters are presented through stuff that happens either at day or at night. Right. Like when one, when the day character gets angry, a bunch of bees are inside of him. It's really funny. It's really creative. So it creative. It, it's it's so creative, and it's like when so much imagination. Yeah, you can when you're watching day and night, you see these little. When you're watching the inside of their bodies, and then you're also watching them as little. It, yeah. It's just it's so and then much. It has that speech about not to be mm-hmm. afraid of what's different. Yeah. And yeah. everything. Another good, 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 good one for kids, you know. It's exactly, like, exactly. It's like we're more alike than we think, and that's that's what you get from day and night. Yeah, this one uses a little bit more words. <laughs> yeah, very creatively. It was, it was done so well. Oh, absolutely, very, very, very well executed, very conceptual day and night. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, just uh, before we move forward here, it's worth mentioning that Tin Toy won an Oscar. Hey, uh, Jerry's hey. Game won an Oscar. Wow. For the Birds won an Oscar. And uh, yeah, so far that's that's all that's won an Oscar. But every th- if they didn't win an Oscar, they w- it was uh, it was nominated. Wow, <laughs> Pixar. <laughs> it's it's like once the the that category comes around every year, it's just okay. Pixar, who's your? <laughs> <laughs> what did you bring in today? <laughs> okay, you know you have an automatic slot. Yep, right? yep, yep. <laughs> so at number five, we have another Oscar winner. Wow, Bounden. Oh my gosh, this one's about a little sheep. This one was before. Uh, <laughs> this one's hilarious. This one's before the first Incredibles. Wow, and we're talking a lot about ones that don't use words, and this one's all rhyming. It's, it's all a, yeah, it's all like a, a song. Little, yeah, it's like a little song. It's like a little uh, again, just rhyming. It's a little rhythm to it. It's it's cool. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's actually it's it's really enjoyable. It's, it's a really good message, and it's yeah. just sweet. It's nice. Um, you mentioned that Camille would really like that one. Oh yeah, my daughter would. You know, again, she enjoys. She enjoys music. And that, that's the yeah. thing about some of these. Uh, some of these have more musicality in it. You were making mental notes about which one. Oh, bro. Which one is going to hit more? My daughter likes music. So w- one like bounding, she'll hit more as opposed to like day and night. She'll be like, what the fuck am I? Yeah, <laughs> well, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> she'll be like, I'm bored. It's more artsy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bounding. Exactly. Bounding was great, though. It's about a little sheep who gets sheared every year. And at mm-hmm. first, uh, he's very sad about it. But then 
uh, he, this jackrabbit helps him. Oh, a little jackrabbit hopping like a motherfucker. There's yeah. a cool little voice. He's like, dude, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry about getting your your shit shaved. You're mm-hmm. chilling. You're cool. <laughs> He's That's like, you it. take one foot, then you bounce on around. <laughs> it's good for kids. Yeah, bounce it's back. So good for kids. So good for kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, after that, it's funny uh, talking about you're good for kids. You know, this next one is really funny. We thought it was super slapstick. Presto coming in at number four. Oh, we got the little bunny rabbit and yeah. the magician. This one was before Wally. Wow. And um, yeah, just slapstick humor up the wazoo. It's all really funny. Looney Tunes type. It even oh, it's a yeah. bunny versus a magician. Bro, I'm so glad you mentioned Looney Tunes because I think Looney Tunes just it dates back to some of the classic slapstick humor that we see in animation and that's the thing that animation's able to do it's able to do these things these crazy things <laughs> and mm-hmm. make it funny and presto is just proof of that man the just whole a pure slapstick humor like there's nothing else going on besides funny like oh this guy gets hit this guy gets hit this is like the oh rabbit's God. hungry the magician doesn't give him the food because he has a show yeah you know, almost feels like tom and jerry to me it's yeah. like <laughs> it gives me tom and jerry vibes you know yeah which was and, and it was great the music was great uh, yeah it's hilarious and it'll make you laugh oh yeah that's why it's up there presto is, is a good one yeah the music was actually by michael giacchino which is the oh, guy that composes a lot of marvel stuff now. The boy. i think he did endgame actually yeah yeah and avengers so pretty cool yeah. <laughs> presto Coming in number number three, another Oscar winner. We got Piper. Piper. Oh wait, so so the one previous just now, Presto was four. Presto was number four. And three is Piper. Okay, twenty sixteen Piper. We're getting to the nitty gritty of it. We're getting to the nitty gritty. Piper. That was before uh, Finding Dory. Yeah, and Piper is with the the bird, the little bird on the the beach. Yeah. Very yeah. very good animation. Looks like a documentary. Bro, when it opens, the waves crashing on the beach, like the you water, said, looks like a document. It's low key hard to even determine if it's real or animated. Yeah. <laughs> Until you see the characters, and Until it's just you see adorable the with the faces, oh and it's a really good story about overcoming, you know, your fears. Not, yeah. Not Giving up because you failed one time. It's really good. It's such a good story. I remember it vividly because I watched Finding Dory in the movie theater. Mm -hmm. So I remember watching Piper and I just really enjoyed it. And you know what's cool about these shorts? They get you more hyped about the the feature. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, the good ones do. And that, they really get you hyped. Um, they get you just like a little treat before. You know how we get yeah. post credit scenes now. Give us something before. And before we get to the the top two, like Coco, for example, you know what we just reviewed. It didn't have a a Disney short, a Pixar short at the beginning. Instead, mm-hmm. it had a short promoting a Frozen. Oh, it was a little twenty, fuck? like twenty fifteen minute um, short for Frozen two, but it was like a original like short for yeah. it. God, it's so, like as if Frozen um, didn't get enough exposure at the time. Yeah. It should took over the fucking world. But I think world. it was only for the the first two weeks. Oh, uh. so it was like uh, it was only for the first couple of weeks. But I remember because I watched it in um, in the movie theater, and I was like, man, what the? Mm. It did not get me ready at all for. Uh, Bro, Coco. So, I even yeah. after it was over, I was like, man, am, am I gonna get a Pixar short? And it's like, no, Coco just started. I was like, oh. You know, I was kind of looking forward to the short. Yeah, it kind of sounds like a fucking straight up promotional run for a new movie. It's yeah. like, and again, Frozen got so much fucking clout already. Like, and it kind of sucks because um, it's not Pixar. <laughs> uh, yeah, and even now, like the movies, you know, when they drop straight on Disney Plus, you don't get that experience in the theater, and yeah, uh, they didn't ha- have a short attached to them because they were just dropped on Disney Plus. Right, like Luca. You know, I love Luca, and when it came out, Soul. It, yeah, Soul, and you know. I just love those Pixar movies, but 
because of Disney Plus and when they drop straight to it, it's like you, you, we, yeah. I have such vivid memories of Pixar movies. Like going to the theater, I watched Toy Story two yeah. in the movie theater. I watched, I watched uh, the Monsters Inc in the movie theater, Bro, the first yeah. one. Right, like, <laughs> I, I watched both Incredibles in the movie theater. I mean, when the first one yeah. came out, you're like, when the fuck is the sequel gonna drop? So fifteen years later, fifteen. That's why they say. I remember before Incredibles. Do you remember that they like thank you, thank yeah, thank you to everyone. Like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're welcome, assholes. It better be good. I still think the first one's better than the second, but whatever. No, second one's good though. I think. Oh it yeah, was, second one is. It was about good. the mom. Yeah, and the first it's one's about, about the dad. Girl. Yeah, it's, it, it, I think they're. If you watch them back to back, I feel like a lot of these movies with the sequels, when it comes to Pixar, is like if you watch them back to back, they're really cool. Oh yeah, yeah, they just go well together, but. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. going into the top two. Before we go top. into the top two, just just know that they're interchangeable. <laughs> um, just one of them, just slightly. We decided did it a little bit more for us than the other one. Absolutely, but, absolutely. And these um, top two, I think most of you will agree with listeners. But yeah. let us know on Instagram, uh, mm-hmm. TikTok, or Twitter if you disagree or if yeah. you agree. Let us know if we left any out that you like because there's a few that are really good that we didn't mention. Yeah. So let us know. Uh, follow us. Cast let us know. Color. Follow us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so thank, you. <laughs> thank you. For, thank you. Thank you for sticking this far in. Oh my gosh, We're, we've been yeah. going strong. So yeah, thank you. So, top two. This is it. And top number deuce. two, we got Bao. Bao. Oh. It's really, really good. Love Bao. It was I before mean, Incredibles 2, like yeah. you were just talking about. I cried watching Bao. It was it's beautiful. Beautiful story about a um, daughter and a mom. Uh, I mean, the, the a mother, son. A mother and a son. And, son and a once you, you watch the entire thing, you just understand. Because at first, once you watch it, you're like, what the hell? The, yeah, the little like, dumpling, <laughs> the dumpling <laughs> came to life. And it, you understand what it is. It's parenting. And yeah. just as a... You know, as a dad now, because it even hit me before I was a dad. I was like, God, this is so sad and so touching. And then once you become a parent, you're just like, oh, wow, it still touches you. And it's just, your you kid growing up and no one and let him go. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like the mother was smothering the kid, not wanting to let go. And it's like, eventually you got to you got to let go. But I, I love Bao. Beautiful such movie. A one, uh, beautiful. Beautiful short. It won, uh, won, it won the Oscar. Not surprised. Yeah. Not surprised at all. Just, just great, great animation, attention yeah. to detail, story, story, very cultural. I mean, it, it's you know, it has this. I think the cultural the music. aspect, yeah, from the food that they're making to the way the 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 family feels. It feels like it's told by someone who just experienced, who experienced it, it yeah. firsthand, and that's what I love about it. Because again, it's teaching me about a culture I'm not too familiar with, so I love yeah. it. Coming in at number one, we have uh, what was attached to Inside Out. And this one is very heartfelt. You know, we were talking about music mm-hmm. earlier. We we're talking about culture. Yeah. Uh, this one uh, was in ahead of uh, Inside Out. Yes. Um, Which is a great fucking movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lava. Lava. Really, really sweet short. Beautiful short. Um, just a. Uh, it's very uh, Hawaiian. Bro, shouts to the shouts to the culture. You know, yeah. as as someone who is Hawaiian and black. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think that in my veins, you're like the rock. Hawaiian and black is in my veins. Fucking rock. That shit gets me so hype. Corny as fuck, but gets me hype. But yeah, what I love about Lava is I think it's a better Hawaiian story. It just gives me better Hawaiian feels in Moana. Yeah. You know, I, I have my own issues with Moana just because I think the for the culture a better story could have been told. You know, for yeah. like like how Coco was done. I'm like. We need that's what Moana could have been just for so lava, you know, when it opens, it just it feels ukulele, yeah. yeah, it opens with the ukulele and it's and like even um, the, the vocal the, timbre, the, the way the singers sing, they yeah. sing like a, the it's, it hits me with that over the rainbow. It's like somewhere, yeah. I'm just like, oh, that's very reminiscent of well, it, that's that's the culture right there, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's uh, 
beautiful. It's about volcanoes, it's about which is very volcano. Hawaiian, yeah. you know, and it's about love. So it's just, it's simple. The song is so good. Yeah, the song is beautiful. <laughs> it's, it's so sad and touching, but... Um, it takes place over like thousands of years. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. It's cool. <laughs> it <laughs> it's so tragic. Science. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's well done. And there's something about music. I think that's what kind of gave this one the number one spot. It's just the... Yeah, we enjoy the music stuff. Yeah, yeah. man. It, it touches you and it, it just touches you and it moves you and it's dope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's uh that's the episode. Man, what a, what a Pixar episode. Pixar, yeah. Very yeah. Pixar friendly today. Join yeah. us next week. We're going to be doing Eternals. The Eternals. So go watch it. Yeah. And For then the week yeah. after that, mm-hmm. we're going to be doing uh, a Spider-Man um, movie series leading up to uh, No Way Home. So we, we're going to we, start out with uh, yeah. Sam Raimi, Tobey Maguire movies. Yep. The week after that, we're going to do Andrew Garfield movies. Week yep. after that, we're gonna do Tom Holland movies. So we have we're gonna have a Spider Man run. Spider Man right Fiesta. You know what I'm saying? Right before the real movie of the year. Get hype. Spider Man No Way Home get drops. Hype. That get hype. That's gonna be the movie of the year. Yeah. Don't, don't be out here capping like anything else will be. Okay, that's yeah. gonna be the movie of the year. We're gonna so. be doing. We're gonna build Spider-Man up Spider Man leading up to it. So if you yeah. want to know, um, gonna hype it up. Yeah, and let us know, um. On uh, your opinions on those movies on on the our Twitter or on it, our Instagram, let us know what you think yeah. about those series. Yeah, we're on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, all at Cast of Color. So give us a follow, listeners. Yeah, yeah, we out here. That we takes us out. Yeah, we out of here. So we're signing off. Be safe. Peace. Yeah. Peace. Peace.